Well, welcome Margaret and Cassandra from Dress for Success. I am uh, I'm extremely excited to have you guys on. I was really just introduced to the organization um, not much more than a month ago, right? Um, when we started to have some different conversations and I was immediately drawn to what you guys do. And, and, and so welcome guys, I appreciate you guys being on. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And so before we get started, I thought I would really, I wanted to read the vision for the organization because I think that it's truly powerful and impactful. And so the vision for Dress for Success is our vision is a world where women do not live in poverty. We strive for a world where all women are financially independent, are treated with dignity and respect, and are directly impacting the lives of those of their families. We aspire to a world where that fully harnesses the power of women and recognizes their role in economic sustainability. And that's such a powerful message. And it's unfortunate that it has to actually be a message and it actually has to be, um, you know, something that's out there. But I, you know, certainly um, really kudos for all of the work that goes into this and, and really all of the, you know, the women that you've helped impact uh, um, all over the world. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we are a worldwide organization. Uh, Dress for Success Western Massachusetts is a local affiliate that, mm -hmm. that we service uh, the four counties in Western Mass, but um, overall, you know, it's it's across the globe. So we impact women, you know, all you got it all over, Cassandra. Yeah, yeah, and it's so, so powerful. And it's such a great, you know, because, you know, I, I, really the one thing that we all need is really hope and support. And this is something that gives hope and support um, uh, to those who need it. And yeah, and so, so Margaret, maybe you can just explain a little bit about maybe the organization and, and really all that kind of goes into, um, you know, what you guys do for, uh, for you know, for people. Um, I mean, we serve, um, Women come to us with a variety of different situations. Primarily, um, they're coming to us because uh, they're unemployed, low income, and um, looking to find a way to make a life better for themselves, like make a life better for their family. And mm -hmm. we provide a variety of different supports. We try to be as um, individualized as as we can, because you know everybody has a different situation where they had to overcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, whether it's leaving an abusive relationship or, you know, just recently coming out of drug rehab or, you know, maybe there's a, a stay at home mom that is doesn't have the skill set to re enter the workforce and we help them get connected and and uh, support each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's go ahead. It's basically like the support system. Like um, certain people really don't have certain women don't have the support and. But Dress for Success is really, I think for me, it has been a huge support for me. And mm. the fact that women is able to have that, um, that availability to have that support um, is definitely something that yeah. it's amazing. So, yeah. And that's really one thing that, you know, we all have a shining star with inside of us, right? But not all of yeah. us have the ability to surround ourselves with individuals that are going to help us understand what that is and allow us to keep, you know, trying new things or just even, even some basic support sometimes that we all need in life that sometimes, um, 
uh, through different circumstances we just don't have. And so, um, yeah, the world is, 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 it's amazing. I, I really, um, I'm a true believer that this is, this journey is, is ours and it's up to us to kind of move ourselves in the direction that we want, but we can't do that without other people's help. Um, nobody can do any of this all alone. Um, and so what a wonderful organization to be able to, to do that and give that back to people. Yeah, definitely. I was um, recently, I'm, I'm also working with uh, the Women's Fund on a Women's Economic Mobility Hub. And that was one of the conversations is this idea of a network of support. And, um, you know, some of us take for granted the relationships that we have and the ability to reach out and, you know, oh, you know, I recently um, reconnected with somebody who's at a major corporation because I'm like, this is something that Dress for Success, you know, can utilize. And the fact that I have that with foreign relationship and, and can make that connection mm. uh, and request support where, you know, a lot of the women that come to us, they don't have that. Um, you know, even growing up, you know, I got a flat tire and I called my dad, you know, my, he'd tell me what to do, you know, my, well, scrap that because I was about to admit, <laughs> my parents still pay for my AAA, <laughs> you can leave that, my parents still pay for my, <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> you know, and it's just, we, I don't know, you take it for granted, and then when you can provide it for someone else, I mean, is so rewarding. I mean, the fact that you're inviting us um, to a podcast that's live your life uh, with purpose is is so special because we have over a hundred active volunteers um, oh, wow. and a lot of oh active volunteers and they it's absolutely they're um, donating their time, which is valuable mm -hmm. and um, um, because it is a purpose. And, you know, Cassandra, not just, um, you know, came to us, how many years ago, Cassandra? Well, I've been with you guys since 2015. Oh, great. And basically, um, I know I had reached out to you, like maybe, was it 2019 I reached out to you? I'm not sure, but I know I had reached out and I said that I wanted to volunteer at the, um, the East Field Mall. Um, and then you had asked me, you were like, do you, would you like to do public speaking? And I'm like, um, no. <laughs> no. You did not say no, you said yes. <laughs> I, after I had said, then I had said no, and then I gave you a call back and I was just like, actually, no, I think I do want to do the public speaking. Yeah. 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 Wasn't it something like that? Cause I know I did like, at first I thought about it and I was like, hey, maybe, maybe I should try it out. Mm. And, and I was like, Pardon? Yeah. As I know it was something like that, but then <laughs> I did the whole public speaking thing. That's when I was like, okay, I can actually do this. And when you, and when you reached out in 2015, was it so that you, were you at a time in your life where you needed, you know, some support from somebody else and, and you were able to find that with the organization? Yeah. Um, to, in 2015, I just had, um, um, my son mm -hmm. and I was like a year without working and I really didn't have much to do, but I was just in a place where I was struggling, um, trying to find, find a job. And then with me, most of the jobs that I have gotten was basically through people. Mm -hmm. Um, cause very shy. Like when it came to interviews, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really talkative. Like, I don't know. It was, um, 
nothing to where I am now. I can just say. So. Well, and it's hard, you know, if, especially if you're a little bit more introverted, you may be a little bit insecure about a couple of different things. And how do you then translate that into a positive kind of place to get into this interview and present your best self when sometimes we don't feel the best about ourselves. And so it's a, it's a really, it's a slippery slope for people because, you know, you're there trying to, you know, put this in the forefront and, and, and sometimes you just, you know, maybe need help with kind of somebody who, uh, uh, you know, is involved in the interview process and maybe can give you some guidance with regards to, okay, well focus on these things about yourself or, or just, just in general, anything. I think that that's, um, you know, it's really, it can be difficult for individuals for a lot of different reasons, especially interviewing because it's tough. You know, it's, there's an anxious, right? Like I, I need a job, you have a job and, <laughs> and, it, and it becomes difficult for people. Yeah. And that's basically what just for success, just for success was for me. Um, once I, um, got into the program in 2015, they basically show me certain things that I wasn't, I had knowledge on. So the fact that, um, I can say that after just after for that program, I was actually, more knowledgeable when it came to interviews like I know Mm -hmm. what to do what not to do what not to say what to say like I knew I looked at it as a way where I needed the job but they needed me Mm -hmm. so I needed to find a way where why am I so good for this position but I wanted to show them like you guys need me I don't need you Mm -hmm. you need (laughs) I love it yeah so basically just success was just a way to actually give me that um, that confidence that I needed yeah. after years and I got it. And now that, um, I'm able to do things, you know, talk more and I'm more confident in myself where I'm able to speak more about what I do and speak to people. So I'm just not shy and like mm-hmm. rather just myself. So it's, it's, a blessing the fact that I was able to meet such incredible women and be able to have the opportunity to be part of an organization that not only it had made me gone farther, but it actually showed me what my passion was and what was my availability of what I wanted to do, what I enjoy doing. And that was basically to empower and motivate and show other women that you know, there's other things out there. Like even when we feel alone or even we feel like we don't have the support, like go on the internet, (laughs) you can look like not only that, it's, you know, just for success is just, it's an incredible, incredible um, organization to be a part of. Yeah. I love it. it. And I would imagine it helped you see a different version of yourself that you see now, right? Like, because who you are now compared to that, who you were as that individual in 2015, 2015, you could have never imagined this version of yourself, I'm sure. Yeah. But now that you're here, it's like, oh my gosh, what's next? Where else can I go? What else can I do? What else can I achieve? But all the while now you get to help others who, you know, maybe were in your similar situation and, you know, can't see past that for themselves, but, you know, now you give them inspiration that they can find things for themselves. Yeah. And the fact that even the fact that they're able to um, give us um, like suits, 
you know, it, it was amazing. Like, I remember when I interviewed for this place, um, even my supervisor now, like, he's like, I remember when you came in and you had, like, a fancy suit. Like, he always tells me that. Like, every time when somebody comes <laughs> in, he's just like, I remember when Cassandra came in, she came in with a suit, and he was, like, right there. I was like, yeah, sh she's going to get hired. She's going to get hired. So he always tells me that, like, I remember when you had your fancy suit. <laughs> so it's just, like, things like that, people really remember you. And not only that, you know, just your personality and the person you are. Sometimes, many times we get into things that we feel that we have to not be ourselves. But believe it or not, when we are ourselves is when we are more successful and people kind of take us yes. more serious. So, yeah, no, I love that because the more that you're yourself, you know, this is the authentic version of you. People trust that. And even if it doesn't necessarily match up identically, it's like, okay, well, I know that I can work with her because we've had a great conversation and she seems really ambitious and she seemed like she was able to adapt to the situation. But if you're trying to be somebody that you're not, you know, people are able to read that and, and, and it doesn't, it's never going to really work out that best. So having that confidence of having a new suit so that you can go in there and, and, and do that is a powerful thing versus maybe just going in kind of what you have, not feeling the best. But when you dressed up in that suit, uh, your, uh, you know, your demeanor, I'm sure is it was so much different, right? And the one thing too that I can say is that I remember they had told me to to um, write two questions, so that way at the end of the interview I had questions to I had ask. Something to yeah. And I wrote down the questions, but when I was in the process of the interview, they had asked me, do you have any questions? I'm like, um, I do, but I don't remember them. Can I read them off my paper? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Nothing. <laughs> when they started laughing, they're like, oh my God, that's so funny. And they, so this day, that's another thing too, they always bring up. Like, I remember when you came with your little pad, with your questions. Mm -hmm. and yeah. And, and, and Margaret, I saw you shaking your head with regards to the suits, you know, so how is that an impact? You know, how has that impacted the organization? I'm sure. Uh, was that always something? Did that evolve? You know, how? Yeah. yeah. So, so Dress for Success um, started over 20 years ago, and it started in the basement of a church in New York City, and they did precisely um, that they provided suits for women to go on interviews that, that could not afford them. And I would say that's one of the universal programs across the country that, yeah. that most Dress for Success affiliates do. Um, and, you know, it, 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 it's true that when women get a suit, they stand taller. Um, and over 20 years, the organization has really evolved to so much more. We have now, in addition to providing suits, we have four other programs. Oh. Um, so we have a workforce development program, a one-on-one uh, -on -one mentor program. We also have, we recently formed a digital literacy program out of necessity with uh, what's going on with um, what's happened with COVID and, and people, yeah. people having to be at home. And, you know, this to some people is a luxury to be able to get on Zoom and yeah. um, they don't have the, you know, the connectivity, the equipment or the know-how. So mm -hmm. uh, that's been a new program we've started. And, and certainly the professional women's group, which you came to speak with. And, you know, those are women like Cassandra that are looking to improve their skills and, and present themselves more professionally and, and, you know, you know pave a positive career path 
Yeah. And, and as far as, so what is the biggest need for the organization? I mean, I would imagine, you know, one, there's a tremendous need for women out there, but sometimes they don't really know where to turn or even to, to start asking for that help. Um, but then also on the volunteer side, I would imagine that there's also a tremendous need for, for individuals as well. So we have a new website, uh, www.dfswesternmass. It's actually dfswm.org. And okay, yeah. so we have, um, you know, a lot of information about how to become a volunteer, all the different volunteer opportunities, always a donate now button so that, uh, <laughs> you know, people can make a financial contribution. Um, but in terms of what women need right now, we pivoted quickly to provide digital literacy and um, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware of the millions of women that have had to have either had to or chose to leave the workforce mm. since the pandemic. And I think mm -hmm. it's like four or five times the rate of men. And um, you know, it's and, and it's super difficult, right? I've talked to a couple of different women who, you know, had their careers and then were now transitioned into being you know, uh, helping their kids with online learning and how do you do both, right? Like how do you help a child all day and do your job? Mm -hmm. And Cassandra can speak to that. And she's, yeah. you know, I know you, you know, with your employment, you know, there was times when you had to advocate for yourself. Um, but I think you, you are one of the, you know, dedicated and, and fortunate, you know, you, you, you had, a, I'll let you speak to it, but you still have yeah, how, employment. How was that yeah, how for you? It, it was really tough. Um, I I ended up leaving, um, returning leave in March. Um, so I was a literally almost a year without being on site in my job. I just started being full-time on site, like maybe a month ago. Mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. Yeah, a month ago. Um, but I can say it was a very hard, like, um, even for my son, like he just had a lot of questions and he's just like, why are we doing this? Why can I not see my friends? And it's just like, so I have that where you have to explain to them what's exactly going on. And he's aware now, but mm -hmm. he's very excited to actually be able to go back to school now in April. Um, yeah. But it's, it's still hard because I had to work from home, but I also had to stop what I'm doing to go ahead and um, deal with him. And it was to the point where I was full time. So I had to go part time because he had to be at school at one. But I couldn't uh, do my job and then also, you know, teach him and make sure he's he's only five. Yeah. And do what he's doing. So it was to the point where, you know, I had to pick up phones and it's just like I had to stop what I'm doing to be able to attend to him. So I was just like, I'm sorry, but I don't think I can do the full time the night five. <laughs> I think I have to do until one o'clock because I think that's the best thing. But it was hard because, you know, I, I wasn't getting my full income. Yeah, the financial strain. Yeah, so it was really hard. And then, you know, I just had to figure out a way to be able to just manage it all. I mean, I did it, especially having a, a baby was even harder too. My daughter was, you know, just mm -hmm. being born. So um, it was hard, but she's a sleepy head, just like her mom. So... <laughs> <laughs> She, I, can, I can say it was a little easier for me because she she likes to sleep. So as long as if I take her a shower and I put her in bed, she'll sleep. So I'll be able to attend to my son. But other than that, there was a little, it, it was tough. Mm. It, you know, and we don't really give ourselves credit and realize how strong we are. And so, you know, especially 
especially women over men. I, I mean, you know, you're certainly a stronger species with everything that goes on, but, you know, it really is, um, you know, it's a testament to what you can do and, and how far you can push yourself. But I would imagine that during that time, you tend to stop taking care of yourself, right? I've talked to a lot of women who is like, I, 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 they were, they get into this protective mode mm -hmm. and you want to start, you want to protect your children and your, you know, your family, but then, you know, sometimes you can give, give up on, on, on some things that are good and healthy for you. Do you have like a healthy routine for yourself or something about how you, take care of yourself or did you realize maybe through covid that you know um that there's some need to to again just recharge the bucket right fill fill the jars yeah. so you can keep giving um i started this program this program called beach body i don't mm. know if you heard it. Yep. it was um basically they give us workouts on um on the TV, so we could just access it from our phone, and um, and they give us ways of being able to um, to learn how to eat properly, like nutrition mm -hmm. and stuff. So after I had my daughter, I realized that I wanted to take care of myself. So the fact that COVID happened, I actually spent the time being home with my kids, but also I wanted to find time for me. So I told yeah, myself. Good. I am going to make sure that I'm healthy, make sure I'm good, make sure I eat well. And um, my I build my confidence because COVID was very stressful. And the fact that yeah. I wasn't able to go see my family, even now, you know, like um, being that my dad has a lot of health issues, I'm not able to see him now because I'm afraid of giving him COVID. Yeah. But um, I just really told myself that I was just going to focus on me because if I'm not good, if I'm not happy, I'm, my kids are going to be affected by it. So I really That's told such a powerful message right there. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I started this whole journey for myself after my mother passed, I took care of her. She had Alzheimer's for six years. And, uh, um, the one thing that I realized afterwards, while I gave her everything that I had, um, you know, I wasn't a hundred percent. And so if I didn't take care of myself, then I couldn't give her a hundred percent regardless. And yeah. so the more that I realized that we all need something in our lives to take care of ourselves so that we can, that we can flourish, that we can, you know, uh, be a positive role model. And that's a, you know, you develop healthy habits and routines now that you're able to, to pass on to your children, right? They see you taking care of yourself and automatically they're going to start to do some of those same things. Yeah. They want to do it. My son, sometimes he's just like, mom, let's work out. So yeah. I used to love, uh, I don't go anymore, but I used to go uh, and work out at a place and uh, I, I, there was nothing that was, gave me more satisfaction than to see, you know, a, a four-year-old or a five-year-old kind of come running into the, you know, into the gym and doing burpees with their mom or trying to do a push up And, and it's just, it is that it, imitation is the best form of flattery, right? And so you're giving yourself and giving your kids these, you know, just, some good healthy routines. And even if it's a walk, it doesn't have to be beach body, but COVID was a great time to be able to incorporate, you know, an online program. We're stuck at home, but yet you found a way to make it work. And I think that that's what people need to understand is that everyone's situation is going to be different. And just how do you make it work for yourself? And uh, kudos to you for 
for doing that, for continuing to do that and, uh, and now helping others, which is, which is really fantastic. And are you able to, you know, kind of share that information? Is that what I know we talked a little bit about wanting to do a podcast is, is, uh, what are some of the thoughts with regards to, to now maybe sharing some of your message? Um, so basically when I decided to do a podcast, which is crazy because I know I just wanted to mention this, but <laughs> Me nice scene um live um your life with purpose i had mentioned that i wanted my podcast to be made with a purpose there you go um, yeah so but yeah i just wanted to mention that um <laughs> so what my podcast was really about is i wanted to be um, an, um to empower women so i know a lot of times that women you know they want to do stuff but sometimes we feel like we don't have it in us and or sometimes we don't have the tools to actually go to who we can to be able to succeed Mm -hmm. um so what I want my podcast to be about is I wanted to have certain women from like you know different careers who has their businesses who had um had how they overcame their obstacles and how they are where they are now and I wanted them to be able to give their message and be able to show that you know even though you know to share what a little bit about about what they've been through yeah Mm -hmm. That's basically what I wanted my what I wanted to be about. I just yeah. wanted you where people can just be like, "Wow, she's just like me. Like if she can do this, I can do this." Like, you know, and and a lot of times that's where we as women, we beat ourselves up too much and we feel like, you know, we're not capable to do certain things, you know, because of certain of our past or whatever. But everybody goes through stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes through things and it may not be the same, but I'm pretty sure we all can relate and um, but I know you know women who have came a long way and that's just an inspiration to me because it's like we all all have the availability to be able to be who we want to be we just have to find the right people to get it out of us sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's fantastic. I love, I love hearing that. And Margaret, I would imagine for you, you know, how satisfying is it to kind of just be part of this organization and part of uh, a process, you know, where you can impact people's lives like that? Um, You know, we talk about, you know, what we provide for women, but for me, I get just as much, if not more out of it. I mean, I wake up every day with purpose. Yeah. And um, I can't imagine, you know, doing anything else other than serving, serving others and, and trying to help other people improve their lives. Yeah. How long have you been with the organization? I've been with the organization four years now and um, pretty much yeah. the first full time exec. So it was. Uh, That's awesome. Neat. And yeah. what, what kind of got you, you know, kind of thinking about it you know or, or did you kind of launch it in western massachusetts like how did uh, how did no, that whole thing get, yeah no thank you for asking no just success in western mass uh was founded uh, a little over 20 years ago oh, okay. and yep. i have worked for women and girls organizations my entire life um the majority of my career is in was with girl scouts of connecticut and it, it just was a passion. My my wife used to work for the Girl Scouts uh, in Western Mass. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it's that's always been a part of, you know, my advocacy for social justice and 
and you know helping sort of balance the scale for for women mm-hmm. and honestly i was doing so i worked for girl scouts of connecticut and then i was doing some consulting work and then i saw the position open up and really i knew the brand i mean dress for success has an impeccable brand yeah and what i didn't realize like so many other people is it's more than a suit and then i was like oh my gosh look at all these programs and this is our mission is to help women come so come self-sufficient and then you know so then we started some additional programs and we just keep growing to make sure that we're providing you know the best Mm -hmm. services so that women can um, improve their lives and again I always just go back to what's going on right now with the pandemic that you know our work is is probably more important than ever before yeah yeah and so where is the biggest need for the organization right now is it is it awareness is it um you know uh helping those that are that that need it get to that help where you know where is the biggest uh, either challenge or you know kind of um i don't know if it's a pain point but just you know an emphasis of where where people could help um so there's a few places um i wouldn't call them pain points but i'd call them opportunities okay yeah. um one is getting into the community um, you know, we work with referring agencies, so a lot of agencies refer to us, but I still feel like we can get, there's more women we could reach. Um, I would say that awareness is a big, um, you know, opportunity as well. More, we have our Strong Soup campaign that's going out, if you have an opportunity to share it on social media. Sure. Um, and um because again, it's it's that awareness of we're so much more. And then um, quite honestly, one of the uh, situations I think all nonprofits are in right now, we we received emergency funding this year. Um, and we've because of the pandemic, we've lost some revenue streams, but that's been covered by emergency funding. It's actually not this fiscal year I'm worried about. It's the next mm-hmm. fiscal year um, that starts for us in July. So, you know, financial contributions go a long way and they stay right here in our community. Excellent. Excellent. And so, you know, uh, I, I, I really, before we end, you know, kind of, uh, wrap this up, I really, I just appreciate you guys coming on and, and, and sharing this information because, uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's great to see successes and understand that there's, there's resources and support for, for people. And so the more that we can highlight all of this stuff, I think is better for everyone because, you know, the more it's talked about, then the more, you know, people are open to, um, you know, reaching out when they need help. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, one thing that I'm really interested in, other than the podcast, Cassandra, I mean, you've certainly seen, you know, uh, uh, a change for yourself, right? But what do you, what do you look for now in the future? I mean, where do you see yourself going? What are you excited about, about, you know, taking your career, taking, you know, taking your family? Um, I kind of want to do more of the aspect of motivating people. So I am trying to get into more of the behavioral health aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of find myself more interested in that field. Um, so right now I'm still, I'm not quite sure exactly what I want to do in that field, but that's just where my heart is. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've always, since I was a little girl, I've always had like, um, like I wanted to change the world. Like I wanted to do some kind of a change and I feel like just for success had put me on that track. Um, so this is just the start and I'm just Mm -hmm. getting there. Um, but if it wasn't for just for success, I don't think I would be the woman I am today. Um, but 
I can say um, I'm willing to try all different kind of stuff. Yeah, At I this, love it. I don't really know exactly what it is I want to do, but what I can say is I do want to explore more of the motivational speaker yeah. roles. I don't want to get myself more involved in that, but I don't know. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> follow that intuition and, and, and just know you can take yourself wherever you want to go. So uh, I love what you're doing. I love that, you know, dress for success has made it such an impact for your life and, and, and if it can make an impact for your life, then you know it makes an impact for thousands and thousands of people around the world. But knowing it gives it gives people hope and opportunity that um, that potentially need it right now. That there is a place to go, that there is a place for resources more than just getting a suit, right? Like having the ability to really um, alter your path that you're on, which is which is fantastic. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, thank you both for, uh, for joining the podcast. I think that this is probably a, you know, an appropriate time to, to end. I really appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to, uh, uh, to connect. It was, um, it was certainly powerful, Cassandra, to hear your story and to see where you thank are now and what you're doing. And, and Margaret, what a great job in leading uh, an organization in Western Mass to, to help so many, uh, so many wonderful people get get things that uh, obviously, you know, sometimes they never thought that they could get to. So, uh, so fantastic work. Keep on doing, uh, you know, the amazing work that you guys are doing there. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of 